Angeles, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of One Month for Operationalizing Your Compliance Program. I'm proud to have as my sponsor for the month of March, Oversight Systems, with the recently released Department of Justice Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs, it has become mandatory that companies operationalize their compliance program. Oversight's automated transaction monitoring solution, Insights on Demand for FCPA, provides a centralized transaction monitoring system that automatically identifies risky activity and facilitates efficient resolution of any issues. The analytics look for behaviors or patterns of compliance risk across expense reports, transaction in T&E, invoices and payments in AP, and further operationalizes your compliance program. Insights on Demand enables companies to easily demonstrate to the executive board and, most importantly, the Department of Justice, they are proactively operationalizing their compliance program through monitoring business transactions for FCPA risk and acting on those exceptions. A continuous monitoring program such as oversights can be an important component of operationalizing your compliance program as it addresses the DOJ's guidelines for compliance monitoring, communication with employees, compliance evidence, and audit trails. The February release of the Department of Justice's Evaluation of Compliance Program has mandated that you operationalize your compliance program. Through this one-month series, I will provide you specific steps by which you can operationalize your compliance program. In each day, I will address one issue and then give you three key takeaways. By the end of the month, you should have some significant steps that you can take to operationalize your compliance program. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program. Day 14, Operationalizing Compliance Through Tailored Compliance Training. The Department of Justice Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Program states the following around training. Risk-based training. The following questions are asked. What training have employees in relevant control functions received? Has the, train, has the company provided tailored training for high-risk and control employees that address the risk in the area where the misconduct occurred? What analysis has the company undertaken to determine who should be trained and on what subjects? I thought about the requirement for tailored training and how this leads to operationalization of your compliance program. Consider the current best practices to tailored training. It is through a risk ranking of employee job duties or positions, which is usually done by someone from the corporate compliance function reviewing lists of employees and then matching them up to their job duties, focusing on those involved in international operations, which have foreign government or state-owned enterprise touch points. Usually it targets employees involved in sales. However, this type of analysis does not fully tie the calculus of FCPA touch points to the full panoply of prevent, detect, and remediate mandates of a fully operationalized compliance program. There are innumerable employees in every corporation who could be employed in the detect prong and who are generally not being engaged as a part of the compliance backstop. Typically, high-risk employees have FCPA training annually. However, numerous studies have shown that more focused, indeed tailored training, can be more effective. Imagine the scenario where a high-risk employee is traveling to West Africa, which they book 
their travel through the corporate travel portal. Unless the employee notifies compliance of this travel, it is highly unlikely a compliance functionary would know about such travel. Now imagine a corporate algorithm which could connect the dots of a high-risk employee traveling to a high-risk country on a high-risk assignment. The current practice in TechSpeak is a single-tenant software hosting, i.e. one piece of software available at a time with no continuity between corporate functions. Now envision a multi-tenanted software-as-a-service, SAAS, approach where the company's information is available through a single application rather than having the information diluted through multiple applications. If a company is not using multi-tenancy, it may be hosting or supporting thousands of single-tenant information systems and cannot aggregate information across a corporate base and extract knowledge from large data sets as every corporate discipline may be housed on a different server and possibly a different version of the software. This allows large and more importantly disparate data to be con con constantly fed into a single system which can move more quickly and efficiently. Now consider the high-risk employee traveling to the high-risk country on a high-risk assignment. When they book the travel, the compliance function could read the information, then deliver a tailored compliance reminder. This not need be a referral to the compliance department who might call and ask the employee where they are going and what the business purpose would be, who would be in the meeting. Communications and training would be delivered at the employee's computer via email or other delivery mechanism. It could be as simple as a reminder about the FCPA, the company's code of conduct and anti-corruption compliance program around facilitation payments. It could be also as sophisticated as resist training, which provides specific procedures to resist solicitation requests or even extortion demands by referencing a company's anti-corruption policies, its policies on facilitation payments, and even corporate policies for employees. You can even add a list of potential responses such as, a, as an immediate response to the bribe solicitor and reference to the internal corporate reporting for assistance. Of course, there would be an audit trail for all of this, which helps to satisfy the document, document, document component of your fully operationalized compliance program. Never forget that the Justice Department has specifically mentioned compliance reminders as one of the seven reasons Morgan Stanley received a declination back in 2012. This means when the government comes knocking, you will have evidence of a tailored training delivered to employees. Finally, such training operates as an internal control, which helps meet the accounting provisions and internal control requirements of the FCPA, and indeed focuses on your entire SOX 404B reporting. Again, consider the manner of how a tailored training might be used for traveling high-risk employees, where Predictive analytics could be used in conjunction with prior expense reports of both the employee and the region. On the personnel level, tailored training could help to determine if there were any issues around large expense reimbursements or those which might show a pattern of running up to the level where pre-approval is required, yet remaining just below that threshold. Tailored training could give a wide range of statistics which would allow the compliance practitioner to fully operationalize compliance by considering sales expenses to determine if any compliance or code of conduct issues might arise. Finally, in a continuous feedback loop, a prescriptive solution could then be delivered to prevent an issue arising to the level of an internal code of conduct violation or even an FCPA violation, further operationalizing your compliance program. 
So what are the three key takeaways for today? Well, obviously, number one should be training should begin with a risk ranking of your employees. It is clear from the evaluation that the Department of Justice wants to see training delivered to high-risk employees and how you've undertaken that analysis to determine who is high-risk and, more importantly, who is not. Number two, tailored training focuses on the risk for each employee and their compliance needs. I spoke at some length on the example of the sales agent, or excuse me, sales side employee traveling to a high-risk region on a high-risk sales opportunity, and that's high-risk under the FCPA, meaning it has a government touch point or touch point of a state-owned enterprise. If you could deliver a more effective training message to that high-risk employee who's traveling than even the low-risk employee who might be traveling to a low-risk country on a low-risk assignment. So tailored training focuses on the risk for each employee and their compliance needs. Once again, think about the training, the resist training to resist bribes and extortion demands. Finally, number three, using tailored training to operationalize compliance can provide continuous feedback. This gives you the opportunity to have additional analytics which loop back into your ongoing monitoring and allow you to determine if a solution is needed or an update to your compliance program needs to be made. All critical in operationalizing your compliance program going forward. I hope you have enjoyed day 14 of operationalizing or one month operationalizing your compliance program and you'll join me tomorrow for day 15. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. This is Tom Fox and I'd like to thank you very much for listening to today's episode of how to operationalize your compliance program. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. If you've listened to this podcast via iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate us. It would help on our rankings and help get the word out about how to learn about operationalizing your compliance program in one month. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening and hope you'll join me tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.